Welcome to the Starch Solution Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Healthy Emmy. I am a nutritionist and the creator of the Slim on Starch program. If you want to lose weight on a plant-based diet, listen to this podcast. Also, bonus points, go and watch all of my YouTube videos, Healthy Emmy on YouTube. But if you're really serious about this, go to healthyemmy.org, apply to work with me as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, and let's do this thing. Now, on to the podcast. In the fifth grade, at age 10, my Slim on Starch client, Jackie, was diagnosed as morbidly obese. Throughout her youth and into her adult years, Jackie struggled with low self-esteem and low self-confidence. She tried all the different diets, but at age 60, still found herself wrestling with these struggles. She'd been following me on YouTube, trying to implement what she was learning, but was having trouble for an array of reasons. She decided to join the six week Slim on Starch program and then continued our work together into the master's program. She has finally, in her words, dropped the angst and the self-loathing. She's no longer in a battle with food. And as she says, I feel so liberated. Oh, and as a bonus, she released the weight that her body doesn't need to hold on to anymore. Jackie is free. And today she shares her story with us. Where does your story first begin? Well, a long time ago, actually, um, when I was growing up, I was a fat kid and I was harassed for it and uh, made fun of by not only peers, but my family. So um, I think the emotional part of all of that really um, began when you're supposed to feel safe and secure in the, in the cradle of your family's arms. And that wasn't happening because I was feeling rejected and that I wasn't good enough or worthy enough um, when I was a kid. So I began to get this defensiveness and creating this, this uh, protective wall. And it just kind of progressed. And I never really addressed it until much later in life. And these are critical years where we form our sense of self. Uh, we don't we don't just magically grow out of it. It carries with us into adult years. And I know that exactly. that, that that you had noted that that lack of confidence and low self esteem was something that had to be addressed in the adult years. Yes. Yeah, and it, it was a, a very challenging. It was a very challenging dynamic for me that I wasn't aware of. Uh, life was really hard to, I, you know, I was very defensive. I was always wondering what people thought of me. Um, and, and now that I can look back at it and understand what was going on, it makes a lot of sense. But at the time, it was like, is my life going to feel like this forever? You, I, I don't know. It, it, was, it was really hard growing up feeling like I wasn't good enough. You had noted that you tried some diets in order to relieve yourself of this issue, which is often the case. You know, we think, oh, the answer is in the diet. The answer is just in the food. When, you know, coming into SOS, we realize it's not just the food, it's the mindset as well. But do you want to share with us what you tried to alleviate the, these, you know, self-confidence, self-esteem issues, lose weight? Will you share that with us? I got married when I was 21. And so, of course, I wanted to lose weight so that I would look fabulous for my wedding. So I 
got, um, I signed up at a place where you would go and get injections and have these vitamins that ended up making me feel like I was on speed um, and really restrictive calories. And yes, I lost the weight. Um, and I, in retrospect, I really felt like crap. I didn't have any energy. I was always hungry. I was cranky. Um, and then the weight came back, you know, within a couple of years, I was back to, um, you know, I had lost about 13 pounds and then I was back to where I was before. Um, and then I started, you know, getting into aerobics and exercising and, you know, while that felt really good in my body and it really had some effects with the, the hormones in my body, um, which I wasn't really conscious of that that's what was going on. Um, I found that the more excessively that I worked out, the hungrier I got. And so I ate more and I wasn't eating the right foods. Now I know that. Um, so then I went to weight and oh first you know what else I did I forgot all about it is that I did that Susan Powder stop the insanity I don't know if you remember her she was like she shaved her hair and was like blonde really super blonde and she was promoting carbs as the way to go but didn't make the distinction really about anything else um, and it was a lot of working out um, so I did that and didn't really find a lot of um, success in losing the weight. Then I jumped to Weight Watchers, and Weight Watchers worked for me. Um, but you know, the whole counting points was crazy making for me. I I kind of get a little neurotic about that stuff anyway. So let's just make part of everyday life, right? It's over the top for me. Um, and it wasn't sustainable uh, for me. I mean, I lost the weight and then I, I gained it back. Uh, after that, I went to another medically, gosh, this sounds really crazy. I went to another medically supervised, you know, they had nurse practitioners there where I was getting injections and vitamin D shots and pills and not you know they were at telling and and at that time i had already changed to um vegan. i cut out all meat and dairy um but wasn't doing whole food plant-based i really didn't have any concept of what that was at the time um so that that wasn't working for me um i still had lots of body image stuff going on that i look in the mirror and i would go directly to the flaws and directly to the imperfections and directly to where i accumulated my my weight um and another thing that i had mentioned in my notes to you earlier was that while i was an adolescent i was also trying to fulfill the the need to feel loved and desirable through promiscuity and through school promiscuity. And so, so just a lot of crazy behavior that at the time I didn't realize was crazy, but um, certainly wasn't fulfilling what I needed. Um, so then I, I jumped on YouTube and, and that was really my first foray into what it meant to be 
um, to be whole food, plant-based, um, no oil. Um, and so that's how I kind of, and that was like in 2011. So I really just started immersing myself into this whole whole food plant-based world and slowly but surely cutting out oil and and getting an idea of what it meant to eat whole food plant-based. Um, but I, I just really was still struggling with me, with, with this part of me and the self-acceptance and not, not, I didn't want to see food as what I was battling with all the time. I, Cause I needed to eat. I needed to eat to be able to go and do the things that I wanted to do. And my husband and I are very active. We hike, we camp, we kayak, we do all those things. Um, and, you know, and, and finding a place to where, where alcohol is no longer serving me. I, I Part of the struggle I had a lot with um, Slim on Starch was finding a place where does my alcohol fit in? And truly, it doesn't. And so um, going longer, longer periods of time without it, and recognizing how that really feels so much better for me. Um, so that's a process, that's a work in progress for me, for sure. I found you uh, as I was going through YouTube, you know, throughout the years, and I kind of was lurking for about a year, and I kept thinking, you know, maybe I should check this out. And so I, I reached out to you and we had a consultation and I thought, you know what? I've tried so many other things, why not try this? And I found my home. I'm so thrilled that you did. And I applaud you for being brave enough to dig into the mindset side of things and recognizing that I can get the food down and my food can look perfect. But if this isn't something that I feel at peace with, then this whole wellness thing isn't going to work. I often see that people will exclusively focus on food and they'll just do the diet plan, diet plan, diet plan, or they'll exclusively focus on mindset and go to talk therapy, just focus on therapy and not focus yeah. on anything. But these two things go hand in hand. We have to focus on both of these. And that's what you decided to do by entering this program. Yep, exactly. And I have to tell you that my mindset coach was integral in in this process for me i just loved ashley um she was real she was validating she called me out when i needed to be called out in a in a, in a loving way um and it just felt so good it felt good i felt like oh, i'm gonna cry this is where i needed to be this is exactly what i needed to merge to make this be a holistic experience because it is all about mindset for me after and because i said like you said i've got the i've got the nutrition part dialed in um i know about my plate builders i mean i have names for it now and i have a context and a framework which has really been helpful um hunger fullness cues it's like what was that and you know so that's food is fuel Food is uh, secondary. It's a, it's a secondary food, you know, so that I can do my primary foods. It's about perspective. Well, that's so. a great 
segue into talking about what you achieved through our work together, because one of the things that you said that you achieved was really gaining a confident understanding of food's place in your life. Do you want to speak about that a little bit more? Yeah, uh, you know, you, you talk about having food gasms, right? And I just know that I have other ways to achieve that same experience, that same euphoria, that same high that you get from food through my primary foods, through my being out in nature. Um, being with my husband out in nature is probably one of my favorite things to do. Another favorite thing to do for me is I love to food prep. I love to cook. Um, the kitchen is where I spend most of my time. And it's just a lovely place for me to be. I feel like I'm it's Zen. I'm in my I'm in my element. Um, I love to socialize and I'm learning. That's been the hardest part for me is learning how to um, negotiate the food part of it when I'm out socializing and the alcohol part of it. So much of my socializing has been around food and alcohol. So read your your Nantucket um, uh, vlog was so important for me in that, you know, you just you just figure out what you're going to need to do in order to, to satisfy your hunger and your fuel so that you could go and experience the social part of it. Um, so that's been a huge part of me as well. Learning how to make food not be the primary focus in everything I do. It helps me be more human and it helps me be more present in my um, everyday life. I don't know if that answered the question. You did beautifully. Food is no longer the centerpiece and it's no longer, as you said, the culprit. Food for many, many people that I work with, it's their absolute best friend and it's their worst enemy. Can you speak a little bit more to what you meant when you said food is no longer the culprit? I am in charge of my nutrition and how it affects me. I think for many years uh, in the in the calorie restriction mindset, food was the enemy. Uh, food was um, it was such a a conflict that you needed to eat because we got to eat. That's what we do to survive, right? But um, I know that I have to eat, and I get to choose based on information and wellness and wisdom and um, guidance through this program, I know that food, I can eat as much as I need to and want to and still be healthy um, by making those choices, those choices that are based on calorie density, what are based on nutritionally uh, dense foods. And, um, and that's a beautiful thing. Food is a beautiful thing in that respect. Instead of, you know, buying that lean cuisine and thinking, oh, my God, I only get to have a lean cuisine and that's it until the next lean cuisine or the next slim fast shake or, you know, those things. Uh, no, food is just, uh, it's so, I love food now. And, and I love how it 
tastes and I love how to prepare it. And I love how I feel when I eat, uh, making good choices. I feel lighter and my digestion is so dialed in and I feel at peace. Yeah. You are free. You are liberated because no longer. Yeah, no longer is food the threat of, oh no, I can't have too many calories, but I have to eat. And it's also no longer all oh, those foodgasms. I just want food to be the centerpiece and I want to experience the high of eating it. That is such an exhausting pickle to be in where you don't yes. want to eat too much because you're trying to lose weight, but at the same time, oh, the pleasure from those high calorie foods. And it seems like there's not a way out because like you said, you do have to eat. But what if we could use all of this to our advantage? We can eat hearty portions. We can enjoy our foods. We just change the food that we're eating. And that's what we do in SOS. We eat lots of foods. We love the foods that we eat. And we still get to have those foodgasms. Just it's on sweet potatoes and not <laughs> processed foods. Exactly. Exactly. I yeah. asked a question of what did you achieve that you weren't anticipating achieving? Because I know you came in uh, and, you know, weight loss was going to be a bonus if, if that was the case, but really wanting to alleviate the, the confusion around food and to achieve total mastery with your relationship with food and your relationship with yourself. So in pursuit of that, what did you achieve that you weren't expecting to achieve? I, I lost eight pounds, which I've been able to maintain effortless effortlessly um which was which is uh mind-blowing but it's still kind of like yeah uh thank you i'll take it i am so ecstatic that i have this sense of freedom i have this sense of feeling at home in my body Whew. i don't know if i've ever been able to say that that this is the sweet body that I was given and I need to take care of it. And it has gotten me to this point in my life. And instead of hating on it, I need to nourish it so that I can continue to go and do my things. And it will take me with, you know, it will take me to those places. Uh, that has been kind of a spiritual experience for me. It has been a beautiful revelation that um, I made this happen. And I mean, I, I, I'm not going to swear. I swear like a sailor. Um, but how cool is that? Yeah. You just said a phrase which makes me say it clicked with her. She got it. It clicked. You said, I get to eat all of these SOS foods so that I can go do all my primary foods. I can hike, I can camp, I can run, I can be with my husband, I can enjoy life. When a client says that, I'm like, yes, she gets it. <laughs> it's the ticket to allow us to fully experience all the senses that come with life, all, you know, four other senses other than taste. Yes, indeed, indeed. It's just a, it's a, a really sweet place to be right now. And um, I'm going to do everything I can and I everything I know I can to continue being in this place. And that's why and you're an alumni. If, yes. And if I, if I derail, 
which you know what, we're human and things happen. I have all the tools to get right back on without having to go down the rabbit hole and beating myself up. And it's like, no, I'm done doing that. I just know what I need to do. I know how to get back to feeling at home in my body again. Yeah. What would you say to women that find themselves in a position that is similar to where you were before you started? Uh, you know, I, I think if they're considering the program or if they're sitting on the fence about getting uh, in touch with you about Slim on Starch, just make the call. And, you know, when I look back at all the money that I spent on all these other things, you know, this was by far the most brilliant investment I have made. Um, it's, it was worth every penny, every penny. Thank you for saying that. We have loved having you. And I'm so happy that I still get to see you every month. I just love our <laughs> I love what we've done here. You are so deserving of this. And I'm sure your husband is happy too, because he gets the best version of Jackie that he loves. He does. And he gets to eat all my yummy food. <laughs> there you go. Anything else you want to chat about? I just feel so fortunate. And I'm in such a place of gratitude right now. And um peaceful you know i i started uh getting back into a daily yoga practice and um back to the gym and doing some resistance training and i just find that it is so much easier to navigate my life being sos and being um in this place uh spiritually nutritionally emotionally physically it's just i'm it's just such a good place and it's all because of everything i've learned through this program health isn't so, supposed to be so hard at the beginning it can be difficult to make those changes it can be temporary discomfort so that you can get to this place where you can say i worked hard to make those behavioral changes but i did it i sat with that temporary discomfort i let my brain rewire i said no to the drinks i said no to the secondary foods that didn't serve me and now i did all of that so that i can now say i am at peace yes indeed thank you so much jackie this was beautiful thank you emmy thank you for your for your brilliance and your genius and you're putting this program out there. It's, it's helped me and it's helping lots of other people and hopefully it will continue to, to get out there and, and uh, reach other folks too. Thank you. It takes two to tango. So you're the one that did it. So, you know, give yourself one of those. <laughs> okay. If you made it to this point of the video, comment set loose because Jackie has been set loose from the shackles that food and body image and self-esteem had her in. If you want to be set loose as well, then click the link in the down bar to apply to work with me and my team. I love you, honeys, and I will see you in my next video. Woo! <laughs>